to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us, who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. All day, every day. All day, every day. You are listening to a pop culture podcast. We talk about pop culture, but we don't just talk about pop culture. We change culture. And not only that, we're not going to be like other pop culture podcasts. This is a podcast where you're going to get opinions that you might not agree with, but that doesn't mean you should, hot takes, hot takes galore. And that doesn't mean you should turn your album, not your (laughs) album, your your dial thing. Don't turn the mental page on us, baby. Yeah, yeah. Don't turn. Don't turn on us. It just means that you will have other opinions. And that kind of leads us to some of our quick announcements we now have an app, which is so awesome. If you go on our website, you'll be directed to download the app if you'd like. If you go on all our social medias, we have information about it. If you reach out to us individually, you can get information on it. But we have an app now, and this app will make it easier for you to be able to connect with other girls all across the country to discuss these topics. Because one of the ways that um, we believe that culture is going to change is through having good discussions and discussions which is partially you know another segue to another thing I wanted to talk about is the tea parties but it's going into these discussions with kind of an understanding that me and you we're both Christian we both care about the country both care about each other we might not agree on how this problem is going to be solved but we're going into this conversation with um, that understanding so then we can have an easier, it's easier to talk, it's easier to understand each other. So we're going to have on the app, there's parts where you can have discussions with people um, about all the topics we're going to discuss today. And we can have really meaningful talks about like, if this is important, if this is something we should even be talking about, is this, how do we fix this? How do we fix that? How do we talk to our neighbors? So you should definitely join the app super fun um yeah and i just want to throw in there we want you all to feel heard and this is part of that effort um i know that sometimes i don't feel like i'm given a platform to speak my mind and this is your time to be asked personally what you think um we want you to feel heard we want you to feel like you have a platform with us and we will always listen to your hot takes no matter what they are yes and we also can go into these conversations not necessarily trying to um, change the person's mind and save the world at this moment, but always remember that we're dropping seeds. So definitely get the app. This is a place where you are free to have discussion. It's not Facebook, so, you know, the group won't be taken down. You don't have to feel super, like, nervous. We are vetting everybody that is added to the group. So, um, you know, ideally there won't be any crazy people in there, um, You never know. And what I call crazy might not be crazy to other people, but we are vetting people that are coming in and making sure that it's like a good environment that we're going to have actual fostering of good conversation. Um, Similar to our tea party. So for those that were not able to attend, 
two weeks ago before we took our hiatus, our quick hiatus, um, we had an amazing tea party, got such good feedback. It was um, really, really fun. And I haven't... I haven't been able to come on and thank everyone for being there. Um, there were some really, really cool conversations I was having at my table. Um, and I just, I had such a good time. And I'm just so thankful for this community. It, it's so different, you know, speaking just me and Mallory and posting things versus like being in front of people and seeing their faces and them being like, I know your voice. I mean, being like, what? <laughs> it was just wild and it was so fun. And oh my gosh, just thank you all for being there. Yes, seriously. Thank you, everybody. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say where, but we actually have had three different states. Are they different states? Well, two in one state in a completely different state. Reach out City. in cities. Three different cities. There we go. We've had three different cities ask for us to do a tea party um, this year. Now, whether we're going to do all three of them this year, that's up in the air. But we, so this is something that, like, people want and we want to be able to provide that and we are I mean this is how we're going to change the culture I said this in the last episode um and I'm gonna say it again this is how we're going to change the culture we're changing the culture by like having conversations by talking to people being face-to-face doing things one-on-one we're not changing the culture um you know owning the libs every single time there's a time and a place to own the libs I guess but um (laughs) but that's not really what's going to make the difference how are we going to get people to stop having abortions because even when we do abolish uh, abortion completely in the U.S. there's still going to be women out there who are going to try to do them unfortunately in back rooms there's still gonna be women out there who are gonna try to do it themselves so how do we even stop that we stop that by changing culture by changing people's hearts and it giving is people, possible giving people a community you know yes. somewhere they can turn to because ultimately when a woman chooses abortion we have failed her so we are not going we are not going to be complacent anymore we want you to feel like you can come to us and building a community is going to be such a big part of that Yes, so we're really excited. We already have a couple people on the app. Like I said, we have people talking about the tea party joining. You guys are not going to regret it. And if you're loving what you're hearing, go ahead and join our Patreon. You can join for as low as $5 a month. And it's a tax write-off. I found that out recently. So that's amazing. Um, You can join for as low as $5 a month. And then we even have a tier for $60 a month. In our Patreon, we're going to have, uh, we're going to continue to have like exclusive conversations um, for the Patreon members. But more than anything, you're helping us with this. You're helping us build this podcast. You're helping us grow. Um, shout out to everyone that, I mean, we have grown. Even though we've had this two weeks of not listening, there has, I've checked the app. There has not been a single day where we didn't get multiple listeners. And I don't mean just like five or six. I mean, it's up there. Um, so it, we're growing, we're growing and we, if you, you know, join a Patreon, you're part of that growth. So go ahead and do that. Um, I'm trying to, oh, we also have merch on the website. For example, this cute other girls, um, cup is on our website. Uh, this is the Barbie font, which is perfect for our, the Barbie movie that's coming out sometime in June, I believe. Cute. We also have, um, that on t-shirts we have it on um phone cases just really cute stuff we also have like those are the girls um with our logo merch and things like that super cute stuff on the website and that also helps that also helps if you can't you know if you can't commit to five dollars a month it's great if you commit to a one-time t-shirt purchase that's great as well 
all of it helps. All of it matters. Because right now, um, we need help with that financially. No matter what, we're always going to put forth our best effort. But help us be better. Yeah, if you guys knew the money that Mallory has put into this out of pocket, you would all be joining the Patreon. It's probably, like, it's a problem. The it is a problem. That Mallory has been putting in out of pocket. So, my, seriously, if we could yeah. just break even, guys, <laughs> that's all that I want. Like, that's all we want. We're not, I don't, we're not in it for no, the money. I'm we're not in it for the money. I lose money. It will be nice to break even, especially because I think it's something that we all can participate in. And this is just one of the ways that you're you're helping and I will say like and since you said that really quick my dad asked me um at, when oh, I came no. back from the tea party he was like oh so did you like did you get any money like was this a paid event and I was like oh, no. hmm. it wasn't so oh. just paid like I wasn't the person who was paid but you know um <clears throat> yeah uh, and he's like, like what do you mean somebody was paid <laughs> yeah I was like there were financial transactions during this event. <laughs> Absolutely. That for sure happened. Whether I re- was on the receiving end, that is, you know, that's that's where things debatable. are kind of, that's debatable. Lots of perspectives. But yeah, yeah, different, yeah, lots of perspectives. But yeah, so those are the, well, those are the announcements. That was real country of me. Those are the announcements. Um, anything interesting happened to you in the last couple of weeks? Let's see. Well, I have this really, really cute culture of life sweatshirt. It's adorable. I'm pretty sure it's discontinued, though. That's why I was able to get it for $10. But I've rediscovered my love of jumpsuits. This summer is going to be a jumpsuit slash romper free. Love it. Love it. That was actually something I wrote on my New Year's resolution tic-tac-toe board. Or was it it a tic-tac-toe board? Bingo. It was bingo. It was bingo. bingo. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I wrote on there, like, be thoughtful about my wardrobe. And I just have been so excited. You know, once a month, I get a really nice piece or something. And it's it's coming together. So that's what I'm excited about. What are you excited yes. about, Mallory? Um, Well, really quick, I want to say um, Freeman and our friend Elise got the yeah. absolute cutest jumpsuit from Culture of Life that is on their website. I'm 98% sure. I don't or it might have so. been from I their past collection. Yeah, a past collection. Oof, you guys missed it because it's super cute. It. Um, they look absolute like uh, when they both. It was so funny. Like we you walked can see up it on the Instagram. You'll yeah, see it. it, it's if all over on mind, both their pages. Really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both posted yeah. about it. Like they walked up and immediately went, oh, it was it was funny. We it's super did. Cute. We walked right into the fashion show. Didn't say hi to anyone. Yeah. I saw this jumpsuit <laughs> in the back corner room with a ten dollar tag next to it, and I snagged that thing. <laughs> So, yeah, it is super cute. Um, okay, so anything interesting happened to me these past couple of weeks? Um, I, nothing necessarily super interesting. I'm rewatching Switched at Birth. Did you ever watch that when it was first no. on? Rewatching Switched at Birth. I really should be watching other stuff because I want to start Oops Spoilers again. But I just, I, I rewatch stuff when I just need something mindless. Like, you know, you can yes. never. I can't have yes. complete silence, and that means I have to think, you know, can't do that. Yeah, I can't be doing that. you get your thoughts. Um, no, no, gosh, no, absolutely not. So I need to have something playing in the background whenever I do anything. So sometimes I'll be, like, doing things for the jewelry store. Anyway, um, so I'm rewatching Switched at Birth. Um, did not, like, as an adult, 
rewatching the show, my opinions on almost every character has changed. And I don't think they played this episode because I, if you follow me on Instagram, I did post about it on my, um, on my story, but they have like a pro-life like storyline in there. And I don't remember them playing a specific episode where it turns out Daphne, who is vegan and, um, she blackmailed, no, she has red hair, but it's natural. She blackmailed she blackmailed a senator because she wanted him to not support an abstinence bill. So she's pro contraception. She is like super, she's super liberal. Like that's her whole thing, but she's the pro-life one. So long story short, spoiler alert. uh, If you haven't seen already, um, the older brother who was played by um, the guy who plays Ryan from high school musical. um, Yes. Yes, so he uh, gets his girlfriend pregnant, and it turns out that the baby has Downs, and mm. they're going back and forth about, like, what they should do, and it's, like, this huge deal, like, um, some of the others, one of the girls that was switched, so they call themselves sisters at this point in the show, and they pretty much are, because they have the same parents because of the switch anyway, so one of the <laughs> sisters is like, no, like, this is so awful, like, and at one point, she even says, I hope she does not keep the baby, which is mm-hmm. wild. And then the other sister is like, so there was a point, like, oh, there's two options. And then the, the pro-life girl goes, well, actually, there's only one, meaning adoption. So then they have this conversation. Uh-huh. It doesn't get wild or heated or anything like that, but it's just kind of like, wow. Yeah. And Mallory, it's, we need to start. We need to start an accidentally pro-life like little blip thing. I was that thinking really that, fun. like, that would, super, that would be super fun. And this is an accidentally pro-life because I don't. I'm not sure if that's necessarily the message they were going for, but like that's a hundred percent what it was. And I mean, throughout the whole episode, they go and they visit a, a daycare for kids with special needs, and um, you know, they learn a little bit about like how they still are worthy of life, and like mm. there's a part where like um the mom someone's like well no this is a baby some it's just like it's a life and it was just like wow this is so refreshing it's so good like it's on hulu it's on hulu yeah cool switch that birth it's not till season four uh season one through three i will say chef's kiss so good season four they're in college and like other than the storylines teetering off and i do remember season five being atrocious but you know this storyline is really good yeah it happens um because i mean there's only so much so where you can or so much you can do with like they were switched at birth i mean eventually like yeah eventually it's like we get it yeah we and eventually it's like okay you need to get over it and like live your life (laughs) like not to be you know (laughs) not to be insensitive not to be insensitive sorry for those out there who have been switched at birth this is not a dig at you but it's like okay let's like let's move forward um but anyway that's it one of the exciting things going on um in my life we should probably get started um and i will say everyone this will probably be a longer episode so grab your tea um and take a seat because we have so much to discuss it's been a long time since we've been here at this mic and i have missed this mic this beautiful lovely pink mic i have missed it um and i've missed talking with freeman i haven't Aww. seen her in two weeks 
Has it been two weeks? Oh my gosh, it's been yeah. two weeks. I haven't seen you in two weeks. Um, and I've missed everybody um, and their interactions on the podcast, if I'm being honest. I love when people um, comment on the comments. So go ahead and comment now. Um, your favorite TV show. I don't know. Okay. So um, without further ado, let us get started. Ready? Clink. <laughs> okay, you forgot so, to clink the tea party, Mallory. I know. Well, it it was a little. That's another thing, you guys. Side note. Um, I hope I did a good job. Um, I'm actually very proud that I didn't like freak out as much as I Lose wanted it. to. Um, yeah, because like a lot of things did not go as planned. But we know what we did wrong. Well, what yeah. I did wrong, really. Well, or even well, anyway, we know what went wrong. We know what went wrong. Yeah, we know what went wrong. And we know how, how to we're going to improve it. it. Yes, yeah. how we're going to improve it next time. Already have you know discussing with other um, other ladies that are going to be doing this all across the country. Like we've already, don't you worry, everybody. Yeah. Um. Yep. Okay. So this first story, well, the show all together is brought to you by the Pink Rose. The Pink Rose, for those that don't know, is my jewelry store. I have a jewelry store. Um, what? And yeah, believe it or not, I have a jewelry store. Um, and this signature necklace, I don't know if you can see it, but anyway, um, you can get beautiful jewelry that you can wear all day, morning, midday, and nights out with the girlies. So you can see this necklace. Um, I like to wear necklaces stacked, especially with this one. And it just, it goes literally with anything. Um, and you can get 10% off now with the, the code OTHERGIRLS10. So now we have our own code on the website. So you guys should check it out. So, okay, here's our first story. And this is by, oh, um, actually, never mind. So this is CNBC. Um, here we go. Taylor Swift sidestepped FTX lawsuit by asking a simple question, investors can use the same strategy to avoid potential scams. When it comes to making business decisions, Taylor Swift does her due diligence all too well. I bet they had such a fun time writing that sentence. <laughs> um, in 2021, the pop superstar was approached by the now bankrupt corrupt exchange FTX about a $100 million sponsorship deal that would involve, listen to this everybody, because I'm sure everybody's heard this story, but you don't know the intricacies of this. Listen to this. A $100 million sponsorship deal that would involve selling tickets as non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Non, to her non-fungible? Fungible. NFTs. Okay, I've never heard that term. NFT. You've heard of NFT. Yeah. So that's what it is. That That's what non-fungibles are NFTs. What does that mean? Um, so it's those pictures that people were selling for money. So there was, oh, okay, let me finish the article. Okay, let me finish the okay. article. She, so she would be selling tickets as NFTs to her fans, according to Financial Times. However, it never materialized. Before inking the deal, the Swift asked the FTX representative a simple question. One of the attorneys in the class lawsuit says, during the episode of The Scoop and Discovery, Taylor Swift actually asked him, can you tell me that these are non-registered, tell me, can you tell me that these are not unregistered securities? The Moskowitz lawsuit is seeking over $5 billion in damages, according to the law firm. The oh. lawsuit claims that the FTX's high-profile promoters didn't properly exchange research FTX before participating in offer and sell of unregistered securities 
in the form of yield-bearing accounts. Swift, sorry, I got a notification from my period. Okay, Swift was one of the only celebrities to question the exchange, um, and they did not return for a comment. As a part of the December complainant, SEC, you guys know the SEC, alleged that the FTX's native digital token, FTT, fits the agency's definition of security because it was offered and sold as an investment contract. Okay. Um, so then I'll read this other part. So in this article, it also kind of talks about like, how do we recognize what's a scam? I'll read that in a second. First, I want to talk about the, the article because, and explain like, what please do. Okay. So this person asks, so NFTs were the, all the rage, like two years ago. I'm mm-hmm. still not completely sure what an NFT is other than it's a picture that is worth, like, it can be worth a It's five, a digital photo. A digital photo that could be worth, like, $500 million in, like, Bitcoin. And now why you would want a digital photo and pay all that, that is above my bank account because yeah. there is nothing in me that would have paid 500 million dollars but i mean people were making nfts and get i mean were gary v was promoting this like people were making uh, million becoming millionaires from these nfts can't you just screenshot the photo and you know what that is such a valid question um what i've had before and yes but it's still not worth anything if you screenshot it once again, well, this yeah. whole thing is above my, like, bank account because there's no way I would have paid. I was looking yeah. at, like, what do I need to do to make one? But right. I wouldn't have, like, paid for one. Um, So it's all part of the metaverse about... And the metaverse is more uh, along the lines of, like, doing things on the internet, like, having life on the internet. So, like, you have a meta house yes. and you have your meta painting type of thing. So... What they wanted to do was they wanted her to sell NFTs. So, like, a picture. Because, you know, um, Trump is selling NFTs, too. It's, like, just, like, a picture. And that is your ticket. Like, that's how you are paying for to get into the concert. she asked, is this legal? Is this, like, legitimate? Essentially, she asked, like, are these things already legal? Like, is this something, like, um, and the guy just stopped, like, communicating with her. From my understanding, from my understanding, he just stopped. Dang. Yes. Now, what doesn't make sense to me, I will say, is like there's a bunch of other celebrities that have financial, like advisors that didn't do that, and they're like being sued. So it's like probably is why that's probably why this is getting so much traction because I don't know. Maybe people maybe people don't take Taylor Swift as seriously as they should. Maybe they don't. Women in STEM. Um. Yeah, like, good for her. Well, good for her advisors, really. I know she's, like, hugging them right now. So, okay, so some of the things, I did want to talk about this. So, like, if you, if this isn't above your bank account, here's a couple things this article from CNBC said to look out for. Um, So, the SEC uses a Howey test to determine whether something counts as an investment contract. Um, So... If there is an investment money, it is a common enterprise in which the investor expects a profit and the profit is derived solely from the efforts of others. So if you're 
<laughs> kind of like an MLM, essentially, like, I am, I give you $500, um, and you're supposed to give me back $700, but the only way you can get that $700 is if you ask a bunch of other people if they can give you $500, and then eventually, if you ask seven people, can they give me can they give you five hundred dollars? Is that like a Ponzi scheme? Is that what that is? It's it's not the same, but yes, okay. it's all it's all wrong. Yes. Okay. So, Bad. and here we and that's what happened. So here we go. It's against federal law for a company to offer or sell securities unless the offerings have been registered with the SEC. Um. So everyday investors can scrutinize unregistered offerings just like Swift by watching out for red flags. So I'm going to give you the three red flags. They go into more depth in the article, which I'll link. But the three red flags are claims of a high return with little or no risk. Mm. So I'm giving you $500 and you said, oh, yeah, you're going to get back $5,000. <laughs> Don't Tomorrow. even worry about it. Tomorrow. There's no risk at all. Unregistered investment professionals. So I'm guessing this is meaning, like, I Google you and you are associated with, like, um with um Goldman Sachs or something like that. You're just like a mm-hmm. a cool girl that's on Instagram. Yeah. And then public like sales documents. So um you I'm over there about to sign and you have misspelled the company you said you're walk working oh. for his name, things like that. Signed Daffy Duck. Yes. So these are the things to look out for if you are if this is in your bank account range. Um and if not, it's a cool, interesting story that um, all these people were fooled except for Taylor Swift. Yeah, I would love to know how close she actually got to doing business with them. Because it sounds like they were in the, like, Talking negotiating. Yeah. yeah. So it feels like she might have gotten kind of close yeah. to doing business. And what would have happened if she had done business with them? That's my other question. So she would be sued. Let's Let me look by, up really quick. By fans? No, she would be sued by the SEC. Okay. Thank you so much for clarifying this. I really hope I'm not the only person confused by this. You're not. You're not. Listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. Who is on this? Who is being sued? Part of the FTX thing. Tom Brady. Oh, no. Steph Curry. Oh, no. Naomi Osaka. Um, David Big Papa Ortiz. I don't know who that is. What? And Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary. Oof. So they're being sued. They're part of the lawsuit. Oh, that's oof. And Larry David. Wow. So that would have been T-Swizzle, but thank God it's not. Okay, so the next, um... The next topic, next article, is actually listener voted. You guys, on okay, so on my personal account, you overwhelmingly voted for the Morgan Wallen story. And then on the Those Are The Girls account, I think it was, like, unfortunately, we get a bunch of bots. So when I was looking at who voted, it was, like, a bunch of bot, bots voted for the beauty one. So oh I'm gosh. going to say that, like, Morgan Wallen won. We yeah. can about the beauty one another time anyway. Okay. So here we go. This is page six. So this is actually going to be an interesting conversation um, that we're going to have. 
So this is from page six. Morgan Wallen sued for canceling Mississippi concert minutes before showtime. Mm. A Morgan Wallen fan is suing the country singer for canceling a concert minutes before showtime. Brandy Burkame filed a lawsuit Monday after attending Wallen's show Sunday at the Vault Hemingway Stadium in Oxford, Mississippi, only to be told at the 11th hour that the performer had lost his voice. Brandy said in court documents obtained by page six that while the venue promised refunds at point of purchase, hers had yet to be issued when she filed the suit. Even if, quote, even if ticket prices are refunded, no offer has been made to reimburse concert goers for other out-of-pocket expenses they incurred in connection with the concert cancellation, including transportation, lodging, food, merchandise sales, transaction fees, and other such expenses, end quote. Brandy voluntarily dismissed her complaint Tuesday, but her attorney said they plan to refile it as a class action lawsuit representing multiple disgruntled ticket goers. Quote, the second lawsuit, like the first, will seek compensation on behalf of all those affected, not just one person. Tens of thousands of people collectively spent millions to attend this event, and those affected are entitled to know the truth and to be made whole. End quote. So... My question is, what responsibility do artists have with when their shows are canceled? I mean, mm-hmm. anything can cancel your show and, you know, anybody can get sick. It's not, you know, if he gets sick, it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. That's just how mm-hmm. his body is. And I was to another podcast and they made a good point that, like, it probably isn't the most healthy thing to be touring all the time and touching tons of people totally. and, like, hugging them. So, like, if an artist gets sick, it's not necessarily their fault. Do they have a responsibility to, um, to obviously re- refund money, I think. Refund money or reschedule with the same the tickets. tickets. you mean. Yeah. Refund the yeah. tickets, obviously. But is there more that needs to be done? That's on one hand, Okay. Uh, well, actually, let's talk about that first, and then I, I'm going to throw in a wrench in a second. So what do you think? Well, I want to know, first of all, why it was minutes before, because that I know for a lot sus. of jobs, for a lot of jobs, you kind of have to give a 24-hour notice or something along those lines. I feel like there needs to be something in the contract that says, look, I'm only responsible for you up until 24 hours or 24 hours before the concert. And if I give you, you know, some kind of weird thing after 24 hours, then sure, I'm responsible. Do you know what I mean? Or 12 hours or something, something. There needs to be clarification about this. So I think you're making a very valid point because if he, so he said that he lost his voice. Okay. That's what he said. If he truly lost his voice, he lost his voice at 8 a.m. that morning. Yeah, not like you wake af- up. Right. Not well, after. Even if, feeling, even if you're feeling like, I've got a really bad headache, and it doesn't feel like Advil's going to do it for me. You know, I woke up this morning. Never had a headache, because I low-key, like, that's, okay, that's what's so hard and toxic about this, because I low-key think if you have a headache, you should still push through. If okay. you, if people have paid to come see you, like, yeah. there's been times I've had a headache and I really have not wanted to record, but I'm like, well, no, I got to stick totally. with the schedule. So, I'm, so if you're a singer, the only thing, to be honest, that I think would be the voice. Like, that's the only sickness I think you probably should 
not push through. And I know that's a hot take, and I know that's kind of toxic. Um, but what I about do like. What about like a physical, like I broke my arm or I broke my leg, or do you feel like like get a cast? Yeah, like if it's your yeah, arm, get valid. a cast. Yeah, if it's your leg, you know, maybe don't booty shake the whole like concert yeah. but like you can still get up there and like do a little bit of something i i don't know i just i think that's just like your responsibility as like an artist and as someone like that's part of the job i think because mm-hmm. like think about it um if i were to break my leg i still i oh. have no doubt they're gonna text me okay so what time are you gonna be in the next day like i don't mm-hmm. think it's you know so i think mm-hmm. that's the aspect but i will say so it's not like the con, you know, everybody gets there and they're all waiting. And then he says, yeah, um, no, it's they apparently went through the first three opening acts. And then he says what? it. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw in a wrench. Oh, geez. The word on the street, the scuttlebug is that he was actually like too drunk. <gasps> That's what some of the people I saw multiple reports of this. Some of the people were saying, some of the people who worked at the venue were saying that he was too drunk. And um, I want to say it was on Inside Edition. Someone said an ambulance had to come and take him away. Okay, that is a totally Now, if that is true, does he still have a responsibility? Like, do you think he should reimburse some of these tickets? I I do. I mean, that I so, is yeah. 100% preventable. I have much more sympathy for a sore throat than yeah. for being stupid. And, like, even if he was sick, like, even if... So, I do think you should push through if you break your arm. But let's say he did break his arm and he said, I can't perform. I would be... Like, I wouldn't sue... Well, first of all, I wouldn't sue at all because I think... I do think it's a little silly to sue over this, but, like, I have sympathy for people who work yeah. so it hard. Depends on, and... like, I mean, some people, like, put their life savings into things yeah. like that. Well, and that's also stupid. So, like, I would never, but like, if that's something that, like, your dying breath, you want to see this guy, Morgan Wallen, (laughs) who I don't even know. Yeah, he's fine. Like, so I have sympathy for, you know, the couple that got a babysitter. I heard someone say this, so I'm kind of like still in there, but they made a very good point. A couple that got a babysitter and they dressed up and, like, they're like, okay, this is it. We're going, you know, grabbing their man's hand. This is the night. We're going to go see Morgan Wallen. Huh, I'm so excited. Well, and you get, I like, have sympathy for them. And, and, and gas and lodging. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I have sympathy for them, for sure. Um, But, you know, if someone spent thousands of dollars, I have a little bit less sympathy. But I also think, like, I think suing doesn't make sense but i think he should be held accountable if it was if he really truly was drunk like if he did not that's 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 100 he should be held accountable i don't know i think financially is probably uh, the best way to affect him because Mm -hmm. yeah that's way to compensate but i think he should be held accountable if that's it if he breaks his arm if he even if his mom died I would be okay. Oh no, gosh. that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be okay if him not performing. Oh, okay. Like, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. If his mom, I'd be okay with him not performing. It, I'm just trying to think of, like, other things that, like, I think, like, he, you can't help. If if a family member dies, if you're super sick, or even, like, what lightly sick. 
I won't respond because <laughs> that's too I much like of a the hot listeners. Take. Yeah, I like I want to keep having listeners. I'm not gonna respond. Okay, um, but that's okay. This is a very interesting topic though because this has happened before. It's inevitably gonna happen again. Not yes. probably the drunk part, but like the illness part or like yeah. the things come up. What that's a great question, and I think that the really only way you can solve this legally, maybe not morally, because I don't have all the moral answers, is to have something in your contract, to have something in the terms and conditions that says, I am responsible for up to 12 hours before the, the concert. See, I and well, no, I, like I don't think you should have any. I think this is more of a moral thing, like you have to do the right thing because I would. F- I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen. An hour before, like, we had that conversation. Oh, no, it wasn't with you. It was with Isabel. An hour before your concert, you get up there, you're getting ready, and you have a miscarriage. Now, we hear Halsey, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, tons of artists have, like, kept going through a miscarriage. But, like, not everybody is going to do that. Not everybody has to do that. Sometimes a miscarriage could be a little bit more um, traumatic than what they had so like and that can happen 20 minutes before the before you're supposed to go out so like i don't think that having the hour thing is even in Mm. i think it's just more of like integrity i think you Mm. have to have integrity um but i do think like yeah i think it it would have to be integrity because think about this too like people are not going to want to perform if you can lose millions of dollars because something comes up because yeah, because something comes up, you can lose millions of dollars. People are not going to want to yeah. sign contracts and perform at venues. That's why yeah. this lawsuit is going to be, I think it, well, depends on how it, how, I was going to say, I think it it could be transformative depending on how, how many people pick this up, pick this story up. Yeah. So, like, if it's just one of those things that, like, page six talks about and then no one ever talks about it again then I don't think it's going to make a difference because that also probably means they settled. But, like, if it's something that, like, tons of people are talking about, I think it can make a difference because if they do win, you can kind of, you know, mm-hmm. someone can get sick that morning and try to push through it, and then if 12 hours later decide they can't do it anymore, then you can sue them. And that's not fair. That's just not fair to yeah. artists because anything can happen. Yeah. Totally. Very subjective. Yeah. So So what's our next story? The next story first, though, is brought to you by American Woman Beauty. Um, These are beauty products for the free-thinking woman, and they're all cruelty-free, and they're not tested on animals. So let's continue to support businesses that support our business, our values, (laughs) and our business. I'm sure this business will support your business. Um, And you can listen to episode 180. And I interviewed the founder. If you head to AmericanWomanBeauty.net and you use the code MAL15, you can get 15% off your purchase. All right. So the next story is actually a reel from Instagram that I'm going to play. Young people in the White House. Okay. So it's so funny. Okay. Sorry. On the White House. Okay. It's so funny because it is um, Julia. Uh, why can I not remember her name? Um, Julia, um, I'm cut John, so you guys know who I'm talking about. It's her talking with some girl. I have no idea who she is, but it's uncut John's one. Okay. Ready? Here we go. People in the white house. Yes. Representation. Yeah. These old 
white men, nobody has anything in common with them. They no. have no idea what the real world is like. They've been living in their bubbles, shielded from reality for so long. How can they accurately identify lead our country. needs and, yeah. and lead our, like, they, they're so out of touch. It's and crazy. We, like, me and you should run. Honestly. Literally. When we am I gonna... Young people in the White House, yes. we need representation. Yeah. These old white men, nobody has anything in common with them. They no. have no idea what the real world is like. They've been living in their bubbles, shielded from reality for so long. Uh, How can they accurately identify lead our needs and, yeah. and lead our... Like, oh, that's they, so funny. They, like, repeated the same thing uh, on that reel. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys get the gist of what they were saying. H haven't heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, this is such a new argument. How creative of them. Um... <laughs> Who you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I can start off. Well, obviously, okay. The thing that like the the big thing with this is Spotify, the Spotify, like collabed with this. This I real, will this say they are a Spotify podcast. So okay, that is my point. But like, okay, why ahead. why would Spotify use its platform to post this? non-substantive nonsensical 15 seconds you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. fair 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 like it seems to me like something that a personal account would post not a business not a huge huge business that needs you know followers well i'm not supporting their decision to post this but I bet what this is, so this is one of their, so, you know, Spot, Spotify, own, not owns, but, like, they partner with podcasts so that they'll be the only pod, so, like, for example, Call Her Daddy is, they gave that girl $60 million to just be a Spotify podcast. So, they'll post yeah. clips from some of their podcasts. I don't think they gave Julia, what, I cannot remember her last name, Julia Uncut Gems. Um, I don't think they gave her $60 million. But I think the reason why is for conversation. They knew that this would spark some engagement. They mm -hmm. knew people, girls will be like, yeah, women's rights, women's reproduction stuff. Yeah. And it's like these uncut gems and whoever the other girl is, I don't want to put down other women, um, but they mm -hmm. just really weren't. saying anything they new for me. no they weren't really saying anything new and like if you i know, would love to have, i would love to have heard like actual issues that they're yeah. having with society yeah um it's it's too easy to just say like the world is doomed yeah instead of saying these are the things that i'm worried about and i also feel like i just i I love I love the um somebody commented I think it was a shout 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 out to Adam who commented I hate my generation <laughs> because <laughs> this, is funny. this is how our generation talks about current events non substantive generalizations that have no essence and value and meaning I want to know what you're trying to say just say it don't mm -hmm. be oh I just hit my <laughs> I just hit my mic because I'm like so excited. Don't be general. Don't beat around the bush. Just be specific. I want to know your specific thoughts. Because the more general you are, the dumber you sound, really. Because yes. it sounds like you're just trying to jump on the bandwagon of being upset and mad at all the white men when you have no 
valuable substantive reason to be mad at the white men. And, and there are plenty of reasons. So give me one. <laughs> give me a reason. And I want to add, it felt very much kettle and pot because she was talking about um, them being in their bubble. And it's like, Julia, oh, sweetheart, you're, you're in a bubble too. Like, you probably have more in common with them than you think. Mm. You certainly have more in common with them than I do. So let's. Two white girls, two rich white girls talking about how much they hate rich white men. Yeah, like, oh, I don't know. That yeah. sounds a little crazy. Um, so that also got me thinking, like, what what do we want for the future when it comes to our politicians? What are some things that you think we should be looking for? Like, let us be the girls that have substance to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that you're looking for? And when, because election season is in full force. We had um, Mr. Biden, President Biden announce that he's running again. Yes, We've ma'am. had um, Robert Kennedy Jr. Is it? Yes. He announced that he's running. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. He announced that he's running. And I want to say another a governor announced this morning, I got a notification, that he's running. And I'm going to be honest, right now the race really is between Trump yeah. and Biden. But, you know, sure. but, you know, like, let's discuss other people running as well. Yeah, but, like, what are... Give it- Give it some energy. Why Yeah. So what are some things that you're looking for? I am looking for someone who actually has values, like somebody that seriously would die for their values and their beliefs. Not someone who is going to be persuaded by money or be persuaded by, um, you know, other campaigns and and, and pressure. I don't want somebody that's going to be persuaded by pressure. I would rather have someone honestly fail and do horribly in a general or whatever, but who sticks to their values than someone who is wishy-washy and is going to do what's popular. You see what I'm saying? Yes, and I agree completely. I think that, um, I think that when this election's coming up, when we're looking for people who we should be voting for, I think it's really important to, like, recognize what are our values. So, like, for myself, I'll say, like, I want to vote for someone who espouses Christian values. That is who I would like to vote for. When the time comes, you know, who are the two people there? We'll see. But, like, ideally, I'm looking for a candidate who has good character. Like, I think over the last couple of years, I realized, like, character is so important to me. Mm -hmm. So, who has good character and who I think, like you said, like, will stand up for truth. I think truth is probably the most important thing. I think that's something that all of us, like everybody listening, whether you are on the same political side as as myself or not, but like we all want someone who's going to go with the truth because obviously, you know, many of us feel as if we've been lied to about a variety of things that have happened the last couple of years. And we want someone who's going to tell us the truth and stand up for the truth. Um mm-hmm. And, yeah, I those are some things that we're looking for. And I don't mean just standing up for the truth among the base. It's really easy for pro-lifers to tell other pro-lifers why we're pro-life. Right. I want someone who's going to be that in the face of anything. And that's hard. I know yes. that I sway. I sway in the stupidest ways when I'm around people I don't feel comfortable with. But... 
I think we should hold our politicians to a higher standard. And that means being strong in the face of adversity, but not, not strong in a way that, you know, is going to get Fox News excited. Yeah. Strong in a way that is loving, empathetic, and probably not going to make headlines, but is going to reach you on a personal level. Maybe that's too naive, but that's what I'd like to see. And I want to add, um, I think she had an interesting, I'm not going to say it's a valid or a correct point, but an interesting point about how the politician doesn't really understand what they're going through because they're not the same. Mm. And I do agree. That is something that many politicians struggle with. But here's the thing. I want someone who is willing to listen, who might mm. not have the similar struggles but they're willing to listen to those who have had those struggles they're willing to listen to those who might know better in this particular area so that's someone Mm -hmm. else who I want I've been noticed and even in my life like even as um just someone who is a part of a lot of organizations like that's something I'm noticing in a leader that like I want to emulate and that's something that I want if I'm going to be under someone's leadership I want someone like that who can admit they don't know everything but they're willing to defer to people who do perfect example I'll say and this will be a good segue to our next story Um, we have two more political stories that we won't take too long to discuss but um, the abortion issue the truth is no man no man can understand what um, a pregnancy is understand mm-hmm. how it feels to have a period there's no way does that mean they can't we can't have a man as the president we can't have a man you know on a bill no that's not what it means it means mm-hmm. that that man doesn't understand that but is he willing to listen to women who can mm-hmm. explain you know what actually doing a period um it could be actually very painful so it'd be great if we mm-hmm. can you know add this legislation you know you know mm-hmm. what when a woman mm-hmm. has um a baby well It really, for her mental health, for her physical health, for the baby's health, it actually would be nice if she could have six weeks of paid leave Mm -hmm. from her job. You know, this is when we can come in and discuss and have conversations. Um, That is something that I am looking for in a president. Um, And, you know, the next couple of months, we're going to see who exemplifies these things. And let us know, what are you guys looking for in a president? What are some things that you want your president to, some characteristics? And you can tell us, you know, be pro-life. Obviously, those are the girls we are pro-life. So be pro-life or some things. Um, Staying up for truth and good character. Christian. I want to say, like, I want to say I want someone who's Christian because I do. But I want someone who doesn't just say they're Christian, but, like, exemplifies, like, you can see there's fruit in it. Um, So let us know. I would rather rather someone who has, you know, strong moral character, but who probably doesn't identify as Christian than somebody who identifies as Christian and is horrible. Because, honestly, which one makes Christians look worse? Okay. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. I, I go back and forth because I do think the difference between someone who does not identify as a Christian and someone who does, but does make us look bad is like, we can hold the person who does identify as Christian accountable. But like, if someone who's non-Christian does do something bad, like I can't, that's, you know, I think we can still hold them accountable morally. Sure. You can hold them accountable morally, but like, let's say for example, 
if it's someone who doesn't have who just their morality is defined by like the current system like they don't have anything concrete so like why like why should i tell them that like murder is wrong just because we think it's murder what if they're a pro-life atheist or something then that's fabulous that they're pro-life well my thing is like um if you don't have something that's like they're pro-life atheists okay my thing is like if you don't have something that is not changing then it can change at any moment so then i can't really trust that you're sticking with that morality so like the for example the atheist that's pro-life is pro-life today i'm not saying like anyone that's this is not a dig at pro-life we're just talking at a Mm -hmm. higher level philosophy Mm -hmm. yeah my opinion on this topic so someone that is pro-life atheist they if you don't have like something concrete that says like okay this thing murder is wrong Mm -hmm. then 15 million years from now if the society decides oh no murder is we have we have to sacrifice someone once a day for the gods like if that's Mm -hmm. something that they decide then like you know, I can't... I see your point. I can't hold them accountable. Yeah. yeah, so, like, with Christianity, now, does every Christian think it like this? Absolutely not. But, like, with Christianity, you at least... We have the thing that says do not murder. Mm-hmm. And that has not changed throughout the entire Bible. So, if I am a Christian and I'm murdering, you can say, hey, you, you're you not supposed to do yeah. that. You have something, and it hasn't changed. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're, this isn't changing. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's been your I think a lot philosophical... Of times, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of times <laughs> politicians use being Christian to get that evangelical vote. And that that's not cool. Because if you don't actually walk the talk, which is something that you and I are both saying, mm-hmm. then then it's meaningless. You're, anything you say is meaningless virtually. Now, I agree with that 110%. And um, a classic in college, we were actually talking about that um, at the time, this was 2017, I believe, there had only been one person who did not identify, I think there had only been one person ever elected who was um, an atheist. And that's like statistically impossible. Wow. Like, statistically that's impossible so that means there were people who have been elected that really weren't christians Mm -hmm. um so i do believe and i mean tons you guys one day maybe i can share some tea tons of people politicians commentators that say that they're christians but aren't really you see there's no fruit you Mm -hmm. also talk to them for five seconds and all they can tell you is John 316, you know, just like simple mm-hmm. things. And like, you know, everybody's on, on a different path and I'm not trying to judge, but the Bible does say you can judge them, know them by their fruit. And if they have no fruit, then they have no fruit. So yes, absolutely. So I do agree with that. Tons of people do use the, I'm a Christian as a way to get the evangelical vote. Um, and unfortunately it does work mm-hmm. now. That's wrong. And I'm not for that. Um, I was going to add something else to that comment. But I do agree. People do use that. And I think that's wrong. I just, that's why I, that's why I want someone who has fruit. 
And I can only think of really one politician right now. I'm not going to say any names, but there's only one politician right now I can think of that has fruit. I don't know if he's going to run, but hmm. anyway. Yeah, I just, my last thing is just, I just think it's dangerous to blindly follow someone because that too. Absolutely. So we just need to make sure that we're being really thoughtful about what are their words and what are their actions mm-hmm. and do those line up. Yes. And when people show you who they are, believe them. Mm, there you go. Amen. Next story. So well, the next the story. Supreme court showed that they are. What'd you say? I said segue, bad segue. Who has the Supreme Court showed that they are? Ah. Um, they have showed that they go on whims. So the next story is actually kind of two stories we're gonna be talking about. Um, the Supreme Court and the abortion pill, as well as the um, House um, passing the bill that blocks transgender girls and women from participating in schools. So we're going to do this as quickly as possible. So the Supreme Court last Friday protected access. This is from CNN. Protected access to a widely used abortion drug by freezing lower court rulings that place restrictions on its usage as appeals play out. As a result, the FDA approval of the drug Mifepristone and subsequent actions that made it more easily accessible will remain in place while pills play out, potentially for months to come. So, you know, we were excited. We were like, oh, yay, it was paused. And now it has been unpaused. Supreme Court protects access to widely used drug. Um, The Friday night move is a striking victory for the Biden administration and its allies in the abortion rights community which southered a withering defeat at the Supreme Court last year when the conservative majority reversed Roe v. Wade. The court's brief unsigned order did not explain why it granted and requested by the Biden administration any manufacturer of the drug. Justice Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito publicly dissented, and the votes of the other justices were not disclosed, which is very interesting because there is a particular woman who we helped get on, and I certainly hope that she voted against the abortion pill, but I guess we won't know. The case is the most important abortion-related dispute to reach the high court since the justices overturned Roe v. Wade, triggering conservative states across the country to either ban or severely restrict procedures. Um, I guess that's all I'll read from this, but I want to point out that sentence. It's so interesting when, like, this conversation Whenever I read anything from, like, a liberal source, they're like, oh, yeah, they're banned everywhere. We can't do this. And, oh, gosh, we've tried everything. It's severely restricted. And you read anything from, the con- like, a conservative source, they're like, we're trying everything. They're stopping us. At every road, we have been trying to ban it, and they will not ban us. And it's just so interesting how, like, both sides are acting like things are not getting through, which is, I think, also important for us to hear both sides of every argument, but make sure you, that you are caught up on like why you believe what you believe. Sure. Um, but like, I think it's so important to hear both sides because I, everybody's ha- like both sides think that they're losing when I guess the reality is neither side. And is also not- think they're winning. And also think they're winning. So anyway, thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I just want to say like, and people said our court was biased. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like this, I mean, the, the one good thing that has come out of this is now I can be like, are they or are they just trying to stick to the Constitution? Now, 
I know many of these justices have their own beliefs, but things like this make me think are probably not all that biased. They're probably not, you know, being like, I'm conservative, therefore I'm going to vote in this way. They're probably trying to apply the Constitution in some way, which they deserve credit for. I want to say it really bothers me when we say abortion is safe and effective, or that when we say this pill is safe and effective, or these, these, this combination of pills is safe and effective, because we wouldn't say, oh, a lethal injection is safe and effective. Mm -hmm. that, would be, that would be probably offensive, right? That would, yeah. be, that would be rude to say. We might say that it's not going to harm the executioner and it's effective in killing someone, but we wouldn't say it's a good, it's safe, it's effective, necessary, positive, cheap, accessible, etc. It would be, it would be disrespectful at very least to say that. So I just want to, I just want to throw out, it's not safe to kill a person. Not safe. Might be effective. <laughs> safe. <laughs> that is an incredibly valid point. Um, and I think, so, okay, so a couple of things. You were saying about the court. I really would love to know everyone's reasoning and how everyone voted. Um, and I'm just so curious what convinced yeah. those who voted. Because clearly someone who yeah. has yeah. voted yeah. pro-life, someone who has understood the Constitution does not have a right to abortion, had voted in a way that made it seem as if Mifepristone was okay. Um, so I am curious mm -hmm. um, what argument was said. I think hopefully we'll get more information about it um, in the future. But I just really want to reiterate that we know Mifepristone is very dangerous. Um, we know that there have been women who have died um, because of complications. And most importantly, we know that it's already too easily accessible. Um, and you can just go on a website. And if you don't believe us, try it yourself. You can go on a website. You don't have to ever see a doctor. Tell them the estimated amount of weeks you're pregnant. They will have a prescription filled for you. And then it'll come right to your local pharmacy. So the, the, the estimated amount of weeks you're pregnant, again, keyboard, estimated estimated i might be 15 weeks but i think i'm 10 whatever and you're not supposed to take it after 10 weeks exactly it has very dangerous very dangerous consequences we did an episode about the abortion pill and abortion pill reversal i will try to remember to link that for you guys and a really good resource we speak to someone who has who works for pregnancy resource center and has been able to see a couple of reversals and who um has a little bit more knowledge on this topic but it is very very dangerous it's not something that you should support um and i will say the law everything is so everything is connected and i just want to i wish people could almost compartmentalize some things the reason why i'm saying this is i was watching um a clip from the daily show that showed comedy central because they were talking about abortion i was like oh let's see what they're saying about it and 
you can get a prescription for mifepristone from your veterinarian because they also use it on animals. Whoa. And it's mifepristone. Okay, haven't heard a single pro-lifer talk about that, which is fine. They probably don't know. But it's like things, tiny things like that, I'm sure, make things so confusing when making laws. Now, Mm. to me, compartmentalizing, don't use mifepristone on humans. Simple, easy. But, you know, when you're making laws, you got to have this, this, that. But I just, I think, I just found that interesting. I think, once again, like, don't use mifepristone on humans. I told you guys mm-hmm. about that Law & Order episode that was, I mean, 1990-something. I'm rewatching Law and, Well, not really rewatching it. It was just on. Well, on my, on Peacock. Anyway, and the guy got in a lot of trouble because he tried, he was having sex with the girl, took his condom off, and tried to insert mifepristone into her body. Ugh. Oh my god! And in the episode, the uh, person was like, oh, this is such a terrible drug. Oh my goodness, it's not even approved by the FDA! Like, it was Whoa. like, yes, yes, you guys, accidentally pro-life. Um, we really should no have kidding. a segment like that. But yeah, they're like, oh, this isn't approved by the FDA, this is so terrible. And like, he went to jail. Like, he got in a lot of trouble for doing that. So it's like, what has happened between now and then? Um, really, it goes back to culture. It goes back to culture. Mm-hmm. This is all mm-hmm. part of culture. Um, I don't know who said this, but tons of political commentators say it all the time. Politics is downstream from culture. Once we have changed the culture's perception yeah. of something, that is how politics are made. Because people who are making le- laws, who are legislating, they are just regular, everyday, well, not regular, but they're everyday people. <laughs> they're like us. In the sense that they have culture. They understand they're consuming content. The other thing to talk about really quick is actually a win. Um, The GOP passed a bill. Uh, This is from USA Today. They passed a a bill that blocks transgender girls and women from participating in school athletic programs for females. Legislation called the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act makes it a violation of Title IX for federally funded education programs to allow people assigned male at birth to participate in athletic programs designated for women. It prohibits federal funding to institutions that allow people assigned to at mm. it prohibits federal funding to institutions that allow people assigned male at birth to participate in women's sports. It was passed in the House 219 to 220 along party line votes. What does that mean, the voting, you guys? I want everyone to understand and, like, think of it. Wait, let's go back. I think you said 219 to 220. 219 to 203. Sorry about that. So I want want everybody to understand. 219 is the number of Republicans. 220 is the number of Democrats. It was literally split down the middle. And that is crazy to me. That is showing how far we have come when it comes to political, like when it comes, when it comes to political parties, we're no longer a little bit here, a little bit there. We're so divided as a country. 219 to 203, not a single Republican voted against it and not a single Democrat voted for it. Now, does this happen? you're You're saying there are 219 Democrats. 203 Republicans. I'm sorry, 219 Republicans. 203 Democrats. 203 Democrats. Got it. Got it. Um, because I'm. Let me. 
Let me make sure nobody abstained. But I know, so I'll say this. Every 219 vote that voted for it was a Republican. Every mm-hmm. 203 vote that voted against it was a Democrat. Someone could have abstained. I'll say it that okay. way. The well, 219 votes for it were Republican. 203 votes for it were Democrat. Um, And it just shows, like, it's yeah. split. And has How this happened before? Has this happened before? Absolutely, I'm sure. But, like, I'm talking about this time. I'm talking about this time. Okay. What were your thoughts? <laughs> no, well, while you look that up, because I would be interested to see if, if anybody... Yeah. Um, first of all, like, I just want to say, you know, people are probably expecting us to be gung-ho, very excited that the Supreme Court, you know, sided with girls. While I am, I am still very sympathetic to people who don't know their place. Like, trans people who aren't sure what this means for them. They don't know if they can ever play sports. And I can't imagine how scary that must be for them. And I sincerely hope that there's a time when we can all play sports in a fair way. Um, This is not, I'm not celebrating that this is a dig on trans rights. I'm celebrating because girls are seriously affected. Our scholarships are affected. Mm -hmm. Um, Our livelihoods can be affected by this because it's, it's a matter of fairness. We're talking about high testosterone versus low testosterone levels. That's just not fair. That's why we have them, the sports separated. So again, I'm, I'm very sympathetic to people who, you know, are sad about this, to people who are like, am I ever going to be allowed to play freaking softball, you know? Like, these are things that I, I'm, I'm very sympathetic to and I want the listeners to know. Um, and if you don't take it from, if you don't want to take it from us that this really is a fairness issue, nothing more, nothing less, listen to Bruce Jenner. Well, now Caitlyn Jenner describe um, his... Now her opinion on the issue, because, you know, Caitlin has said, like, it's not fair for trans athletes to be playing against girls. And Bruce Jenner was a former Olympic athlete. Like, we're not talking about just some podunk person. Like, Caitlin Jenner has a very conservative opinion on this, and it's not necessarily a political issue for Caitlin. So... If you don't want to take it from us, take it from Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, on the issue. Or you can also take it from Macy, who was on a recent episode of the podcast that I'll try to remember to link. And what she said, I think, I think about this all the time. Um, She said sports aren't um, there to, like, make you feel good about yourself. It's just sports are just sports. So it's not like mm. your sports aren't supposed to c- confirm they're your identity. Affirm, Affir- yeah. yeah. They're not su- sports aren't supposed to affirm your identity. So I think about that all the time. And I think that mm-hmm. kind of sums up the whole issue, like how at least how I feel, like sports aren't supposed to affirm your identity. Sports are just supposed to be played fairly amongst people of the same gender slash sex. So I think Jesus that, affirms your identity, people. Yes, Jesus affirms your identity. Um, we're not saying that. Yeah, wait. Jesus, wait. your identity <laughs> is affirmed in Christ. Let's back up for a second. We're not your, saying your that birth identity 
is affirmed in Christ. Yes. How he created you is affirmed. Yes. Yes. In him. That's what that's what we're saying. Woo. And it's so let's be honest, let's be real. This conversation is sometimes hard to have because it is built on emotion. It is built on totally. people's identity. I think totally. and this is what I'm learning um just in this field and um doing all this like the harder conversations are the conversations where people are their whole identity is fit into it. If we were talking about something that wasn't someone, someone hadn't made their identity, then it would just be so much easier to like freely, you wouldn't, to just freely express how you feel. Yes. But, you know, people have it made this logic, fact, reason. Exactly. It's so much it easier, to, so dis- much easier. to discuss, but people have made this their identity. And what we're here to do is speak the truth. So the truth is your identity in Christ is like that's what matters like how god created you is what matters that is what we affirm as well like we affirm your identity in christ um and that's just that's the truth god made male and female that's that can't don't argue with me argue with god read the bible um so that's what we're here to say that's the truth (laughs) um and ideally we want to use grace and and love ideally um i added a little joke in there that was my grace and love um one two punch but um anyway so (laughs) this is a great win for women everywhere because i think i mean like freeman said like it affects scholarships it affects um it affects you know people livelihoods livelihoods i mean it affects people have worked careers careers hours hours training for different awards that they might it also affects our physical health because like the strain that sometimes accompanies going against someone of much more strength Mm -hmm. that physical Mm -hmm. strain Mm -hmm. that it puts Mm -hmm. your body under Mm -hmm. and i remember the recent podcast about this um the girl talked about like there have been like severe injuries you know of people just not being able to measure up yes you know physically yes so not even just financially this affects women but physically it does emotionally yeah yeah so and i think once again this is important for us to speak up about because you know it's in sports right now i always go back to this shelters we do not want biological men in shelters with women who have been domestic violence victims that have other things going on. We don't want that. That's sad that this person needs a shelter and there are shelters for that, but we want to make sure that we have women's spaces. It is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, But also treat people respectfully. You know, you don't walk up and slap the person. That's ridiculous. But you know, (laughs) it's okay to have women's spaces. It's, it's okay. Um, and then really, I was going to do like a fun little, like something to end it on, but we're already well over an not well over an hour. We're over an hour. So let's not end it on that. Let's end it on, um, just great conversation that we just had. Woo. Amen. Good um, conversations all day, every day. If you guys have different ideas or if you want to, um, discuss any of these topics more, you can head over to our app. On our app, we're going to have a post where everybody can discuss um, the different things that, the different ideas and thoughts that you had. 
if you were listening to this on Spotify, let us know what are some things that you're looking for? What are some qualities that you want in the next president and the next leader of our country? Um, yeah. You can also tell us, um, do you think that, so the Spotify question will be um, about the president, but on YouTube and everywhere else, you can also tell us, do you think that celebrities have a responsibility to their fans if they cancel super last minute? Should they, you know, pay them? Well, obviously they should pay the money back, but should they also pay for lodging? Mm-hmm. merchandise that part was also weird like i'm off PTO, right pto like paying, <laughs> should rent, they should they be paying for oxygen. these things right right should they be paying for these if they got you know like a cute little like tattoo, those little diamonds like for the yeah tattoo. yeah should they be paying for those like let Just us know let us know and um we'll let us know on youtube wherever you're listening please interact however if you enjoyed the podcast, also leave a review and give us a rating. We would appreciate only five star ratings. So if you didn't want, if you didn't think this was five star, listen to the next one. Just keep listening to you. Up individually. Yeah. Keep listening until you think it's five star and then leave a five star. Um, but if you think it's five star now, go ahead and leave that five star for us. We we'll gratefully it. appreciate it. Um, and I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I'm just so grateful to be back. We are back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, a new episode every Saturday and new episodes most Tuesdays. Um, trying to think of anything else. I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, review, like, subscribe, however, wherever you're listening. Have a good night, evening, however, wherever you're listening. Bye. Adios.